welcome once again, listener, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, uh, the podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as ever, to my right, by the director of football here at Bluefoot, Rod Styles. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you, Paul. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all, not bad at all. Um, it's been a quick week, really, but uh, yes, totally. here's, here's what we're going to get through. Um, uh, we're going to look back at the Premier League and Bundesliga from the weekend, and also some of the League Cup games that happened midweek. No, we're not. <laughs> some of them. Then we'll preview the games involving our resident supporters groups, as well as any other uh, games that are of interest to us. And then, of course, we'll finish with A or B, some bits and indeed bobs of football uh, that made us happy this week. Uh, so, yeah, if everybody's okay with that, uh, let's let's get on with it. As always... I'm not happy with the word happy. <laughs> okay. Well, this could be a rough ride, everyone. <laughs> As always, we want you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on Twitter and Instagram and also uh, Facebook. Uh, Soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot. Uh, tell all your friends if you've been listening and footyfromthefoot.com. Well, let's get started then. Uh, there's a whole mix of different uh, competitions that we uh, need to cover. What we probably have to do, first of all, is right the wrong <laughs> that we did of Arsenal. We taped uh, just before Arsenal played against Frankfurt last Thursday and we very mockingly decided that uh, Arsenal were going to blow it. But they were actually pretty, pretty good. They got an excellent result, 0-3 away from home. And uh, yeah, two late goals. Very open game. Yeah, yeah, well really done, open. Yeah, really open game. Uh, Frankfurt were quite excellent in the first half. They, they created so many chances, just didn't put the ball in the back of the net. So a little flatter in the result for Arsenal. But again, young kids—they they seem to be winning games at the moment. So we'll get we'll get to another cup competition in a bit with Arsenal. So yeah, I think well, it was Dirk. I think described it as the most unconvincing three-nil win. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so. But, you know, it's three points away from home in the Europa League. Uh, so uh, they would definitely take that, I think. Also in the Europa League, we had uh, Wolves. And uh, they lost at home to Braga. Yeah, disappointing one, though. The home defeat to Braga. Um, you know, probably do a big favour, actually, coming out of the Europa League this season at the group stage. I mean, they've got, they've got to play five more games in that. And I, I think that the they would take the drop-in form in the Premier League for playing decently and getting good results on a Thursday but uh, if you're not getting those decent results no. especially at home that's the frustrating thing I'm sure if you're a, a Wolves fan it seems to be sapping their confidence at the moment quite mm-hmm. heavily so yeah. uh, also Man United played uh, Astana from where are they from? I think they're from Kaz- Kazakhstan Kazakhstan that's yeah. right yeah, 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 yeah very unconvincing again 1-0 win at home Old Trafford just did enough United but yeah, Greenwood got his first uh, competitive goal. Yeah, I think. well done him. Uh, he's still only 17, that, that lad. Wow, make me feel old. <laughs> On Friday, there was a noon game between Southampton and Bournemouth. That ended up with a 3-1 win to Bournemouth. Pretty convincing win. Southampton looked like they might do something in the second half, but uh, uh, beat pretty convincingly in yeah. the first half. So, they did, they were very poor first half, and then Callum Wilson right at the end yeah. gets the third goal. Puts it to bed. Uh, the two early um, on a, the Saturday game ended up Leicester 2, Tottenham Hotspur 1. Yeah, very disappointing game. Spurs actually played okay. They went 2-0 up, um, completely dodgy VAR decision, but I can't really moan about that. We've had a few go our way recently. Manchester City fans will probably 
get me for that one. But um, <laughs> at 2 0, the game would have gone to bed. But then when the goal got disallowed, a couple of minutes later, actually, um, it gives Leicester a huge boost. And then we brought on Wine Armour, who was at fault for the first goal and then didn't track back quickly enough for Madison to score. So why is he even in the squad? I have no idea. The guy was supposed to go close season, mm-hmm. turned down a move to Bruges. And yeah, it's, it's just a sorry state of affairs when we're having to pick players like Wine Armour who quite clearly are not good enough for Tottenham and quite clearly don't want to be there, and Ericsson. But we'll get back to that again later. Okay. The VAR thing, I feel like there has to be some kind of margin of error. It's ridiculous, really. I mean, the guy was on... I mean, he was was in line with the guy, yeah. So, I mean, it's like an eyebrow offside. So, it's there to stop these decisions. And and I I don't know. It's not sitting right with me at the moment. It seems very arbitrary about where they kind of draw these lines down from, from like, the armpit down to the field to show who's on an offside... Very sort of blurry images, and if you're having to do that, I just feel like the, the decision should have already been made. Really. Tennis has it down. Tennis has it down with with the, with the serves, and they challenge or the you know the line shots and stuff. And I don't understand how they can do it so well, and we can't in the soccer. It's which yeah. is obviously a bigger game, much more money, you know, globally. And yeah, there's a little bit more complexity, I think, to the sure. uh, yeah. line decisions of, uh, of tennis to uh, the offsides and who, what kind of thing. Is, uh, is actually what part of the body is in line with what. And it's the ongoing. Yeah. It, it will at some point sort itself out, no doubt. Uh, moving on to Saturday, 6.30 game. Bayern Munich gave Cologne, or Cologne um, a 4 nothing pumping. Cologne, uh, unlucky in this one, were they? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think they... <laughs> 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 Judging by the happiness and eating the bagels in the back room by the Munich supporters, they were quite relaxed on this this game. So, yeah, a, right. good, a good three points for them. They had the cigar on pretty early uh, Yeah, on. yeah, after about four minutes, I believe. Right. <laughs> All right, the three o'clock kickoffs back home, Burnley 2, Norwich 0. Burnley having a good little season so far. Yeah. No Europa League, though. Interestingly, absolutely the difference, isn't it? And Norwich down to earth with a bit of a bump after the City game previous week. Then we had Everton nothing, Sheffield United two. Everton shocking. Yeah, Uh, they were one of those teams that everyone was saying, oh, they could scrape into the the Champions League places. Um, Yeah, I'm not so sure. I never believed that for one moment. They're a shocking team. They only played well last season when there was nothing to play for. They were relaxed. Other teams were on their holidays already. False dawn. They've been spending a lot of money on average players, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and the manager isn't good enough. I've listened to a lot of Everton fans calling for Eddie Howe, who I believe, after listening to these, is an Everton fan, yeah. and he plays the brand of football maybe that Everton want to see. Yeah. So, well, I think they've got this manager thinking that, that he would play the kind of football that, uh, that they want to see. But well, they uh, quickly realised he's not. So, <laughs> yeah, and that, that crowd really can turn like on an absolute oh, big time sixpence, can it? Um, their team's not playing well. They'll let their let them know about it. So, and then we have the um, Manchester City eight, and that's eight in brackets, um, and Watford zero. Ridiculous. First seventeen minutes, five goals. Yeah, Watford were terrible, weren't they? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're looking at a Premiership team here with aspirations of being a top ten team. I know Manchester City is a hard place. They're not expected to win at Manchester City. Let's get this right. A draw is a win. Um, but to be 5-0 down after 17 minutes, the players need to be accountable yeah, for that's that. village, isn't it? That? Yeah, it was, it was Keystone Cops. Yeah. It, it feels like Manchester City should be winning 8 nothing each week. And I don't know. Uh, I find it kind of... I mean, it's very boring. But it, games like that, you know, when it is just done as a contest after 15 minutes, that's... That's not that's not a match, is it? That's it. That's it. No, uh, and you're going to turn supporters off soon. I mean, it's a long journey from Watford to Manchester anyway. Um... 
I, I heard there was one guy left after six, the sixth goal went in. He just went back to Watford. And <laughs> you got a feel for this guy, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be nothing better in Watford. Let's be honest. So. Hey, leave Watford alone. You. <laughs> I lived there for a while. <laughs> Saturday, uh, the late game was Newcastle versus Brighton and Hove Albion, and this was an absolute dog with fleas. Yeah, very boring game. Um, two teams who who are destined for nil nil results quite a lot of the time when they play each other, but. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on at Newcastle. They, Steve Bruce, he's never got an opportunity to manage a club like this again. Go for it, dude. Yeah, Go for it. Stop playing defensively. It's, don't sit there in a year's time and regret what you did. Yeah, no, I entirely agree. I don't know why he kind of... I mean, I think he's got some players, hasn't he? So why yeah, and there's worse teams this season than he'd be able to be fair. So, All right. Um... I think that's Steve Bruce, actually. Yeah, Steve phone. Bruce is on the phone right now. <laughs> Thanking us for this. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Sunday, um, Palace played Wolves and another late goal earns Watford a draw. 95th minute equaliser. The, the, the handful of Wolves fans we did have here on Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm very pleased for them. They didn't deserve to lose that game against Palace either. So. Okay, good. Yeah. Hopefully that'll give them a little bit you know, impetus now to move forward. They got a big game with Watford, sorry, this week. So almost yeah. like a six-pointer already in October. Well, yeah. I mean September. Yeah. Um, there was also the West Ham against Man United, and they won two nothing. And honestly, United just insipid. I don't think West Ham played particularly well. Didn't West Ham weren't particularly wonderful, but at the same time, United are awful. Bang average, aren't they? they really so are. average. And I mean, do you give Ole Gunnar social time? I don't know. I can't see how you can give him time. And finally, the Bluefoot Derby, which is kind of uh, what we're all about on Sunday. Arsenal 3, Villa 2. Great fun. Uh, Villa 2 went up. That's our second trip to North London now. We're leaving, winning. And I think we'll be glad to see the back of North London this season. To be fair, draw would have been a fair result in this game. Villa did play really well. Arsenal, it, it was just, a, it almost felt like a derby, the game, if oh, that right. makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I actually wore a refereeing shirt this, this game, and I had to pull my card out a couple of times, which was quite... <laughs> But no, great, great voices from the Villa fans as well. Yeah, so they had Maitland-Niles sent off. Yeah, it was for his second yellow, wasn't it? And I don't know why Villa weren't awarded a nailed-on handball penalty at 3-2. I mean, it, it was referred to VAR. It hit the hand outside of a normal shape of, a, of his body. I don't mm-hmm. know why that wasn't given no, as a handball. Sure, yeah. that, that seemed yeah, very silly. Yeah. Finally, on the Sunday, we had uh, our new friends, Brushy Dortmund, playing Frankfurt. And they got a two-all two, a, a two all draw there. Yeah, they weren't too happy to Dortmund fans. That's points dropped there, for sure. Mm-hmm. For a team who was just beating 3-0 at home by Arsenal. So yeah, uh, Actually, Royce, I think it's Royce who plays for Dortmund, was speaking to Australian TV. And he got very shirty about the mentality question and actually swore a couple of times on Australian TV. Because he, <laughs> oh, they yeah, used to it. Bless yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to the midweek games in the League Cup on Tuesday. Any comments on the, the Tottenham uh, Colchester game? Well, was there a game Tuesday? I, I, <laughs> I was really excited before the game because they played Troy Parrott, the 17-year-old Irish kid, and um, wow, he, he had a couple of shots, but nothing to write home about, really. Um, the whole team seems lethargic at the moment. Was it a very young team that you put out there? There was a few new um, young team starters, but um, we finished with Ericsson, Mora, Lamella, 
Wanyama, Dyer, Ali, all on the pitch. So only Kane was missing really in the race. Colchester are, are a League Two team, I believe, aren't they? Thanks, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I just you know, for, <laughs> just clarification for the listener. You know, I'm sure that uh, they want to know the context of how bad that that loss was. Not I've got a fun little fact here about Tottenham away from home at the moment. Oh yeah, since February the first, yeah. mm-hmm. in all four divisions, we actually have the third worst away record. Oof. Even Bolton have won two games away from home in that period. I'm two games more than Tottenham. <laughs> so. <laughs> I am astonished. You are above us in that table. Good Lord. And that is cause for Pochettino to go from the fans, which I find a little bit harsh. I mean, come on. Do you remember where we were six years ago? Yeah. It has to be the board. It has to be the chairman. Yep. Yep. They've overspent on the stadium. Let's get it right. Levy got a lot of applause when that stadium was opened, and rightly so. It's a beautiful ground. But now it feels like a bit of a monument to um, solar's capitalism. Coining it in. Yeah. We're not buying any players. We, we have bought a couple of players this summer. The whole club looks lethargic. People are running their contracts down. It's a divided team at the moment. and yeah. I think Pochettino has basically said that he, it's either the manager goes after four years or a new... Yeah, it needs to be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. And that not buying in them two transfer windows has really come back now to haunt us because yeah. we're so far behind. Mm-hmm. Um, Arsenal Rant up. over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> Arsenal looked pretty convincing against Forrest. My mate uh, Bobby Aldean uh, was given the armband partway through this I think and uh, scored immediately which I was delighted to see also look great the kids look great as well yeah they, they it's yeah. a little envious actually to be honest with you which uh, every Arsenal fan will laugh at that comment then, <laughs> then you le- left back uh, Tierney got a run out that was good uh, Southampton versus Portsmouth a fairly routine win for, for Southampton in that very kind of heated rivalry oh yes the real South Coast derby yeah um, but there's actually footage and you should see this <laughs> of a a bloke in the crowd who, when the goal goes in, gets his phone out frantically, makes sure that he's, he's on video, and then starts celebrating about three or four seconds after the fact. It, it, yeah. Fake fan. Oh, Not a real fan. That, we don't like that. That is. Uh, yeah, Put the phone away. World's out here, pal. <laughs> um, and then City had a routine win against Preston, 3 nothing. Does that mean Preston are better than Watford? I mean, they're doing really well, aren't they? On yeah, Preston, yeah. they are. Um, surprisingly kind of in contention to get promotion this year so uh, uh, you know Preston very uh, historic club Wednesday uh, United are taking to Penns at, at Rochdale they were 1-0 up with about 10 minutes to go and then a 16 year old who had just finished his GCSEs scored against them and took it to Penns he's actually doing an A-level in psychology today uh-huh. the day after the game <laughs> great story I read about it this morning yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, uh, good lad so I mean what dreams are made of there. For sure. And that could have been Bolton. If we'd have beaten Rochdale in the previous round, we could have been the one taking uh, United to penalties, but uh, alas, no. Wolves through versus Reading on pens. Again, one all draw. They are the kings of that right now. At the moment, big shout out to Aston Villa, who got a great 3-1 win away to Brighton. So they progress. Bournemouth lost 2-0 away to Burton Albion. Mm-hmm. Chelsea had a great 7-1 win with the kids again Yeah, uh, against Grimsby. Hudson Odoi um, back as well, which is lovely to see. I, I think he's going to be a real good in that fella. Sheffield United lost a home to Sunderland. Bit of a shock there again. Yeah. And um, let's get to West Ham quickly. So Oxford United won 6-0 on the weekend. They uh-huh. dropped seven players, including their leading scorer, mm-hmm. and batter West Ham 4-0. Wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> they could, they can't get past uh, Bolton. Yeah. I mean, they're the only team I think in the, in recent memory that's uh, held them to uh, not being able to score. So we got a, a really good point again against uh, Oxford. 
Indeed you did. And that's, this is the third season in a row now where West Ham have been knocked out of cup competitions by a League One side. Um, I think finally as well, uh, MK Dons lost uh, 2-0 to, to Liverpool. So the next round, the standout matches in that are uh, Villa versus Wolves, which will be, uh, that, that should be a cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liverpool host Arsenal. Manchester City at home to Southampton and Chelsea versus Manchester United. Some really good fixtures there, actually. <laughs> really yeah. good, aren't they? Yeah. That, that's, yeah, well done to the guy who drew them balls out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think there's uh, definitely going to be a League Two team in the quarterfinals. All right. So we'll take a wee break there and we'll come back and preview the games this coming weekend. So we're back and we'll uh, start with the Liverpool game. They're away to Sheffield United. I don't know if this is anecdotal, but Liverpool don't seem to do very well in these early games. Like, oh, they don't play well. They might get the result, but just it's always a bit of a struggle. It's going to be a bit of a cup final as well for Sheffield United. I mean that in the nicest sense of the terms. The fans are going to be up for this game. Yeah. So This is why you're in the Premier League, isn't it? For sure. Your, your home games against these yeah. big teams. And come on, Sheffield United. Let's make this a bit more interesting this season. At 6.30... Uh, we have Paderborn versus uh, Bayern Munich. Again, should be a routine win for Munich. Yeah, yeah. doors will be open 6 o'clock, by the way, for that. Yeah. Well, I, I might be rooting for Paderborn here. I think you should. Uh, because they are twinned with Bolton. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Paderborn house in, in Bolton. The 3 o'clock kickoffs um, in the UK, we have Villa versus Burnley in a, yeah, a claret off. Yeah, this is not an easy fixture for Villa. Burnley are... In good form this season at the moment. Maybe a top four finishes on the cards, which I'm joking. But you never. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's probably eight teams in a bunch yeah. right now that consider themselves like vying for those two other Champions League places. And yeah. probably Burnley will feel like they're one of them, won't they? Yeah. Showing some really good form. Which moves us on the bottom of West Ham, the two losers from the Caribou Cup this weekend. Uh, this week, sorry. So I can't call this fixture. But West, West Ham are doing all right, aren't they? They're in that pack. Right That's now. our of though, to be fair. Mm hmm. Uh, Palace and Norwich as well, three o'clock. The form for both teams is like up and down. It, it's very, yeah, because Norwich obviously beat Manchester City, then they lose to Burnley. So Palace yeah. lose 4 0, but then they nearly beat Wolves. It, it's, and they beat Manchester United. So where the hell, the, you know, if you're a betting man. Yeah, there's <laughs> no luck. form is that's reliable no, right now. No form apart from the top two. Yeah. Chelsea play Brighton. and uh, Has to be a Chelsea win, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, you. you think so but I mean they play decent stuff don't they possession yeah. football Brighton but I don't know whether it's going to uh, be enough to uh, go to Chelsea and get anything No, but hopefully Callum Hudson-Odoi um, might feature in that great to see him back I think he's really exciting yeah uh, Wolves host Watford and this has got to be their first win surely well Watford are going to probably come back a little tighter after the Man City game so defensively I can see them being a lot better and it's up to Wolves now to break them down but this has already become a really big game for both teams mm-hmm. Yeah, down at the bottom their first team should be pretty rested. I assume that uh, Wolves played a sort of half team during the week in the League Cup. You'd uh, think so, yeah. And obviously Watford, after their ass-kicking, might be uh, low on confidence. So it's therefore Wolves' first win of the season in the league. And then we have uh, Sp- Spurs playing Southampton. And your boys really need to win. No, you know, I've got no doubt that they will win this game 3-3-0. Three, three, so, but. <laughs> But it does Fantastic. paper over. In some ways, I'm not, I'm not saying I want my team to lose, but in some ways, even if they win, if they were to go out and do a Manchester City this weekend, it doesn't fill me with any sort of confidence that we're going to step on the following week. So, yeah, because you've won one, uh, one, two, drawn two, lost two. Is that right? Yeah. That's your record. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. there's some form of consistency there, I, I guess. But uh, yeah, 
The late game um, in the Premier League is Everton versus City, and there must be pressure on the Everton manager to get a result, but it's not particularly the team you want. That's no, for sure. I mean, nothing but a City win here for me. Yeah, and I can't see anything but maybe three or four. Uh, there's also in the Bundesliga, Borussia Dortmund play Werder Bremen. Borussia Dortmund uh, fans, um, how, many, do you, how many do we usually get? So we, we got a, we, we're getting four to five in here, so Great. yeah. Fantastic. Fronted by the wonderful Kim. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Who's a big listener to this show, by the way. So. Yeah, yeah. Show takes. <laughs> and Leicester fan, actually, as well. So. All right. And that brings us beautifully on. Beautifully yeah. segue there. It's like it's planned, this. Uh, Leicester are at home to Newcastle, 8.30 on Sunday. Newcastle are rubbish to watch. Leicester are in pretty decent form. And I think this is a pretty decent indicator of um, how they're going to get get on this year. If, if if they can beat teams like Newcastle... Which they should be. Yeah, they can beat teams like Tottenham, so I'm sure they can beat teams like Newcastle at home. So, yeah. Yeah, depends just if Newcastle part of the bus or something. But this is that's what I'm saying is the kind of... Uh, yeah, have they got it enough to break them down? Exactly, yeah. So Love James Madison, by the way. Pick him in the England team. Yeah, he's, he's a good ninty. Horrendous taste in backpacks, but uh, other, <laughs> other than that... Um, you can't fault him. Leave the lad alone. <laughs> Only joking. He can do whatever he wants with his money. Is there a Louis Vuitton bag as well, wasn't there? I, I don't know. But it, yeah, whatever. It was, uh, yeah, pretty specialist. And then I'm, I'm gutted that this game's on uh, Monday. So am New, I. Yeah. Uh, United, uh, Manchester United, that is, are playing Arsenal in El Sakiko. People are dubbing this. Which is weird because Emery just seems to be doing enough to get his team over the line. But I think supporters think that they're doing this despite his tactics rather than because of. He seems to be blagging it, doesn't he? That's, that's the old term of reference <laughs> I kind of like. Yeah. Ollie seems to be aging like five years every week as well, which is kind of amusing to me. So, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. with, I don't know whether Rashford is still out. He went off injured uh, in the previous game. I think he is out of this game. Right. Which makes uh, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer the only recognised striker at the club. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't know who they're going to play up front. Greenwood, I assume. Greenwood has to, yeah. Maybe get him on the bench and leave it there, and then we'll come back with uh, there is another round of Champions League fixtures uh, to look forward to. So yeah, this is this they call it game day two. Two, yep. Champions uh, League. The Champions League. Any uh, fixtures that you've uh, seen that uh, look tasty? Well, they're all pretty tasty to be honest. I love Champions League week. Um, we will be open to let everybody know as well at 9.30 on Tuesday and the Wednesday for the 9.55 games. Great. The first one is going to be hosted by Real Madrid, I believe, against Bruges. Mm-hmm. So that should be a tasty little encounter. Some great games on Tuesday. Tottenham actually hosts Bayern Munich All right. in a real head-up um, for our group. In an absolute stone-cold yeah. certainty. There. Which brings okay. back great European nights at Tottenham White Hart Lane for me. So really? hopefully there'll be a little catalyst that game for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester City hosts Dynamo Zagreb. Should be a routine win again for them. Mm-hmm. Atalanta, who seem to be pulling up, they look a really interesting team. Well, so. This is their first season, I think, in uh, Champions League. Yes, it is. League. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they got a decent win didn't they, in the previous round, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, it's an Italian team at the end of the day, so they've come with a certain uh, pedigree, don't they? For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, again, we'll be open at 9.30, because we do have a couple of Napoli fans who, who come to the bar now, which is kind of cool. So they're playing at 9.55. They're away to Geng. No, it was Salzburg who beat Geng. So yeah, right. Geng could be looking to bounce back after that 6-1 defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, Barcelona play into Milan in a... in a. That's a good game. That looks it? a good tie. Barcelona in a real bit of a slump at the moment. Yeah. But uh, Messi's coming back now to fitness. So bringing me... Actually, they've just read a, an interesting thing about Griezmann who plays for Barcelona. <laughs> that 
Barcelona have just been found guilty of tapping him up early and have been fined. Can you guess what the fine was, Paul? It'll be in the millions, surely. A millions, yeah. No, £265. Okay. Yeah, you actually get more for a parking ticket in Hall Park. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, they'll definitely not do that again. Liverpool, who will they? Oh, Liverpool Salzburg. are home to Salzburg, yeah. Okay. Which should be an interesting tie with that, that striker. Yeah, with the Harland, is it? Yeah. yeah. Who got the hat trick, so. Erland. Um, we have also Europa Cup uh, yeah. as well. Thursday, so um, Thursday we have Arsenal hosting Standard Liège. Nice, that's, um, that's yeah. an old school European team. Yeah, totally, Standard yeah. Liège. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, Wolves travel to Bastikas. Besiktas, yeah. I might leave that away trip, I've got to say. But, Manchester yeah. United travel for the 9.55 game to Alkmaar. And where are they based? Alkmaar? AZ AZ, Al- yeah. That, that's a Dutch team. AZ oh, Alkmaar. they are Dutch. Well done, yeah. yeah okay. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. that's not too much of a bad trip. Yeah, that'll be a nice one. Yeah. Probably get the train over for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll help out any of the supporters that want any of the games and, and see what, if we can uh, sort those yeah. things out um, within reason. Uh, we'll stop there for a sec and come back with AOB. Yeah, so there has been a lot to get through uh, today in terms of... Uh, previewing things but we're going to round it off by uh, any other business and just as the ongoing thing uh, regarding Bolton we almost won a game we conceded a really dodgy penalty like handball really unfortunate uh, we were 1-0 up at the time they scored the pen and it was one apiece but again you know baby steps it's a, another draw every point's a good point yeah so we are now minus nine points so yeah. that's that's fine I think the consensus is you are probably going to drop out of this division. Yeah. But building the confidence, building up the camaraderie in the squad is more important to bounce back Definitely. the following season to come back up again. Definitely. So. And this manager seems to know what he's doing. This is not fake news. Leeds were given the FIFA Fair Play Award. Dirty uh, Leeds. Um, uh, this is, I think, after they allowed Villa to score a goal after a player was down and a Bielsa ordered uh, the side to allow uh, Villa to, to equalise after they'd scored a goal sort of fairly erroneously. Um, and it was a, like a huge point in the season as well for them. Yeah, so. and I remember the incident. It, it was fair. You know, you deserve an award for that because okay. that was a real fair play moment, yeah. But in the sort of same season as he was um, <laughs> fined for spying on Derby, it seems a little very strange decision. Which but. brings us wonderful to a wonderful story about Derby County. Is it the right club for Rooney? So there's a report in the papers today saying that um, they went out on a team building exercise right for a meal two nights ago everybody refused to lift home two derby county players then crashed the range rover into a lamppost injuring their captain for the whole season he's buggered his knee up right. they've both been charged with drink driving is it the Jeez. right club for rooney <laughs> well that's um blimey riley not good yeah joking apart that's yeah yeah poor behavior our fa cup curse continues um worthing after a replay, we're beaten 3-1 by St Albans. Um, so that means that St Albans are the next team to get knocked out. Good. I like St Albans. <laughs> uh, so there are only two... Well, there are two qualifying rounds to go uh, before the first round proper. And St Albans will play away at Bournemouth a week on Saturday. Um, and I've, I've got a, you, I know that you're uh, sort of rooting for St Albans. I've, got, I, I've seen a game at Weymouth, so I'm kind of... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just, yeah, uh, we have a podcast division. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yes, I holidayed uh, with my family in uh, in Weymouth before now. So exciting news! 
We have a event that's happening on Tuesday, October the 1st at 7pm Pacific time. We are going to be having a viewing party of the new Diego Maradona documentary. And we have the back room all booked and organised and we just need for you to show up. Hopefully there's going to be some kind of charity tie-in as well uh, that we've yet to finalise. But we'd really love to see you there. Um, A real footballing legend, good and bad reasons. I mean... I grew up with Maradona coming through in 82, I believe. Yeah, when he... Yeah. I remember getting sent off against Brazil. So, yeah, when he was a young lad. And That's then right. the 86 World Cup, for whatever he did against England, he's always been a hero. The documentary starts um, as he is signed for Napoli. It, it begins with him being picked up at the airport and the, the, the opening titles are him being escorted to the stadium from the director of Senna and uh, Amy, which were absolutely unbelievably good uh, documentaries. So sure. the, the pedigree is there. Um, it was interesting that you said that we have some new uh, Napoli uh, supporters that come down and watch the games. Yeah. I'm already hearing uh, that, uh, that we might see a few of those for this, so it would be great to get as many people down as possible. Yeah, a real hero for Napoli. Yeah. Yeah, one of them in the championship. Yeah. Now in Serie A, so yeah. Uh, I can't wait for it, to be honest. So yeah, that's going to be at 7 o'clock on Tuesday, October 1st. All right, forthcoming attractions then at the Bluefoots. What's um, what, what, what the opening time? Oh, sorry, like. Saturday morning. The doors will be open at six a.m. for the Munich boys coming in at six thirty, and then for what seven p.m. I mean seven a.m. games we can show in the EPL. Sunday's a bit of a damn day actually. The doors will be open at eight o'clock. There's only one fixture really, mm-hmm. and that's at eight thirty. Yeah, doors eight o'clock, and then Monday will be normal time at eleven o'clock. Obviously, the game Manchester United Arsenal will kick off at midday, and then Tuesday and Wednesday the doors will be open at nine thirty. Both days for the Champions League fixtures. And we'll find out about Thursday for the Europa League. So, but if not, it'll be 11 o'clock Thursday. Yeah, so keep tabs on all of that sort of thing via our social medias. We are at Footy From Foot on all of them now. So that's Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Another way of getting in touch is footyfromthefoot at gmail.com. And you can access all of our previous podcasts at soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot. And you can access those too from our website, which is footyfromthefoot.com. If you've been enjoying it, please let other people know um, and give us a like on there. Give us a nice review, all that kind of thing on SoundCloud. We really appreciate it. I would also like to say thanks to David Sangster again for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at 1in20parkinsons. Come and see us on Tuesday for the Diego documentary. Yeah, please come out. It'd be fun to see everybody. Yeah, um, that starts at 7. And thank you. Dear listener, and let's do this again next Thursday. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.